welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good morning and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in sunny, gorgeous, stunning. Someone wrote in and said, please don't say anymore, don't move to Seattle. <laughs> Why not? So, well, she it's was true. a real estate broker and I don't think she liked what well, I was implying. I mean, come on. <laughs> but I actually still feel that way. Please visit, catch a few fish. You know, our real estate market I think is amazing, but you know, what can I say? I'm not a broker. Can't please everyone. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> yeah, and I don't strive to actually never have in my profession. It's just, it, I, I strive to have fun. That's my goal. And I hope everybody is doing the very same thing. But it's stunning today. I'll, I'll be stand-up paddle boarding if all goes well. If I can check off all my boxes nice. today, I'll be um, hanging out in the waters of Lake Washington this afternoon, uh, you know, enjoying the beautiful Pacific yeah, Northwest. Yeah, and working right? on that core. We're, uh, yes, Good and we're, without a lot of effort, by the way. It's so fun and it's so beautiful outside. You don't really realize how hard those multiple layers of muscles are working for you. It's it's a, an incredible way to work out. So today is one of those days where I get to interview people who I believe are on the leading edge of thought. We're actually going to we're going to have a sneak person coming in um, after our break too that we're going to be talking to that's going to come to Seattle and share some of his information. We'll talk more about that. Uh, but the very first person I get to talk to is Heather Bartos. She's an OBGYN who didn't know she wanted to be a doctor until she was 28 years of age. And the funny thing is, when I was reading over her material this morning, having my tea in my kitchen, you know, getting ready for the radio, my when I looked at 28, I'm like, oh, well, that's, you know, that's not very old. And then, of course, later, when I'm in the car, I go, no, that is ancient when you're talking about medical school. And, of course, I've already had a little chat with Heather. And uh, she said she was the oldest woman in her class. <laughs> Grandma is what she used. Um, so... Before that, she got her start in advertising, PR, marketing, working for country singers and comedians like Drew Carey in Nashville, Tennessee, until one day she accidentally hit her boss in the family jewels with a paintball at a company tournament. And yeah, not long after that, she wasn't invited back and she was fired. Literally. Well, go get her, isn't she? Go get her, right? Well, go get her. And then, of course, on top of that, she was dumped by her boyfriend of seven years. So, I mean, that was a bad week. You know, that was one of those weeks. Sounds like the paintball should have been meant for him. <laughs> right, right. And and then she had, you know, this, you know, I don't really know the whole process, but this awakening about after she went and, you know, she's she does be, she is a self-proclaimed self-help junkie, always reading self-help books. Me too. I love them. They make me happy. I read that way more than I read any form of fiction. Um, and th after seeing healers and shamans and therapists, she realized that she wanted to be a physician and went to medical school. And during her second year in medical school, she uh, they had a, a woman come in and give a talk who's an OBGYN who was cool and hip and uh, gave a great talk for her. And that's when she knew she wanted to look at women's vaginas, you know, all day long. Um, so welcome to the show, Heather. <laughs> what an intro. I look right? at vaginas all day long. Well, you do. I know you do other things because you also do surgery, you know, I so do. you, you got to cut through skin it and was tissue. The reason I chose OB Gym was that it did everything. It was really kind of the whole scope of women's health. 
Wow. I, 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 I didn't agree have to look at you. penises. That was, you know, <laughs> professionally, that was not something I wanted to do. Although you still probably have to talk about penises in your practice. You I know, do. Constantly, I do. all day long, right? <laughs> <laughs> they are sometimes an offending organ that gets women into the clinic. That's for sure. Sorry, Benny. No, yeah. No, so cute. No, so one of the things we're going to talk about today, besides wherever our energy takes us, and you are a big proponent in believing that the mind has a lot to do with the health and well being of your patients, which I find refreshing and empowering. I do. And, you know, I had to learn that lesson for myself. And, you know, that's probably the best way to learn things, right? Is you, something happens to you and you find your path and then you share that path with others and you realize that there's really something there. And like you said, I mean, I went through, I went through all kinds of energy healing and shamans and Reiki, and I'm a big believer in all of it. You have to find your own magic. Right. And and you had your own infertility, actually, issue, I believe, if I remember correctly. I do. I like to call myself the Celine Dion of Texas <laughs> because I had six IVF cycles wow. um, for unexplained infertility. And if I had a photo of all those needles and everything, and I could have probably bought a couple Maseratis <laughs> if I hadn't money. chosen to have right. kids, but yeah, the kids are cuter. They're really cuter. cute. And you have a six and a nine-year-old, right? I do. They are both, they are both my IVF babies, wow. and, uh, and they're worth every injection <laughs> and tear and everything that I had to do to get there. And, you know, until when you said Celine Dion, I, I'm a little slow. I'm like, oh, she did hers through insemination then and through IVF. I didn't know that. But she her, did, well, you know, her husband was much older. He right. had cancer. And so I think that, yeah, they did, I think they did six or seven IVFs as wow. well. Wow. 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 Very fascinating. And I'm not a great singer. So that's where the <laughs> likeness ends. It's right there with infertility. <laughs> and you're very funny, which I also love. I'm sure your patients adore that about you. Well, you know, you got to bring laughter to medicine. You know, I'm no Patch Adams, but, you know, when we're talking about vaginas, but JJ's, you know, the cookie, whatever you want right. to call it, or the... we have to make it approachable. <laughs> and it is really, it's it's a beautiful part of women's health. And it's it's a very intelligent organ. It's, it's communicating to us all day long. It, it, you know, I love that Betty White quote, and I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. You know, we say, you know, why do we say grow some balls? Balls are weak. But vaginas take a pounding, and they keep going. <laughs> Grow a vagina. And I'm, I'm a big Betty White fan for that very reason. Oh, that's really amazing. So one of the things we wanted to talk about today is sex during infertility. You know, and, and unfortunately, and maybe, although I don't want to go into any stereotypes because I think the human body can change and it can morph and it can, you know, change even the trajectory of how long our ovaries are happy to produce a family. I think that's important that we change that mm -hmm. in the human consciousness. But a lot of women like yourself, you know, are working on their careers for longer periods of time and then going, oh, yeah, I still want a family. And then, unfortunately, in some of those cases, women are having infertility issues. And that's yeah. one of the infertility reasons. But it's kind of the big reason these days, right? It's a big one. I mean, age is certainly a factor. And the, and the difference is now is that 50 isn't what it was 100 years ago. Right. I mean, Jennifer Aniston just turned 50, and she looks freaking amazing. Um, and so we think, oh, we still look young. We're still coloring our hair. We're still <laughs> going to the gym. And so we don't feel 35 or 40, but our eggs have been in there for 35 to 40 years. And you leave eggs in the fridge for a long time. <laughs> They're not going to be the freshest when you make an omelet. Um, so there's a little bit of society's kind of punked us a little bit on that idea, but 
Yeah, I always ask them, and I'm like, what is your just general, you have a career plan, I'm sure, a vision for your career. What is your career vision for your reproductive health? We just need to know. I mean, it's, I can fight most of it, but but what is it? What is, what is it that you want? Wow. I think that's a great question, and I don't think that many physicians are asking that question of their patients. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. It's, you know, we are not good at, as a group about asking about really kind of directing women through the flow of what their life will be like. We don't talk about menopause 10 years before we get there. We don't right. talk about, hey, you know, you're approaching this age. Let's just have a talk about what it is you're thinking about, you know, in terms of reproduction. We just, we don't like to go there. And one is because, honestly, I'll get political for five seconds, the American healthcare system, we're slammed. We have to get through 40 patients a day, and, you know, we love to talk all day, but we don't sometimes have the bandwidth to do that and then not be late for the next person and the next person and the next person. So, you know, health coaches and health healers like yourself are wonderful for that very reason because you can really dig in there, you know, and get and get really one-on-one with them. But I try to, every chance I get, talk about sex, talk about fertility, talk about these things, and just get them kind of in their thought process. I was actually really surprised when I was reading your bio that when you were working for more of a modern medicine facility, you were having to see up to 40 patients a day. I'm like, what? I hated it. So, you know, I have, you know, I still deliver babies full time. I've delivered, I've already delivered 13 babies this month and it's just wow. now September 12th. It's a wow. busy month. Whatever, that was New, Year, New Year's babies were all, oh, were all coming Everybody out. was partying really well I, on New Year's I guess Eve. they were. I was sleeping, but I guess they all were. This is great. And, um, yeah, I, um, oh gosh, I don't even know where we're going with that, Marie. I just kind of blanked well, out there no, thinking no, about no. New Year's sex for a second. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, because you went into private practice away from the modern medicine I model. I did, I did. And so that I you did can not have even some know. time, you know. I, I did not even know the names of the babies. I, I love to know the names wow. of the babies. I mean, to me, I, call, I start calling them their names once the parents have them. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you the names of any of my babies the last month I was there. Wow. I delivered 35 babies which is a busy, a busy, busy month for an OB, and I hated every second of it. Not because I hated my patients. I hated that I couldn't be bonding with them. Well, and that you couldn't rest or that you had to eat quick. I remember when I was an oncology nurse, one of my favorite physicians, our kids went to the same school, we lived in the same neighborhood, and she would be eating top ramen out of styrofoam at the nurse's station while she's charting because she doesn't have any time to take care of herself. You know, yeah, or just yeah. you know have a, an enjoyable moment. Yeah, and I you know I almost I I talk about this in my bio. I almost I almost died of a pneumonia when my son was six months old, um, and it was my it was my own doing. I just did too much, and I stopped taking care of myself. And they couldn't figure out why I was in the hospital for one week. Um, they could not figure out what was wrong. But I was on a pick line with vancomycin oh, for a month. Oh my gosh! And wow, I said, you were sick. To- Stop. You were very I, sick. <laughs> I was super sick. I know. Probably not everyone's like, what? It's a super powerful antibiotic. And I'm I, lucky I just didn't have like a yeast infection for a year afterwards. Right. But I was like, you can't tell me what's wrong with me. So I'm going to tell you what's wrong with me. I'm doing too much. Right. I'm not taking care of myself. Right. This is going to start changing. And, and, and that's when I really started kind of fleshing out my idea for this new kind of clinic that I have. And I love it. I love it. I love it. And I'm just going to put in one more little stat about you before we kind of talk about <laughs> sex and infertility, because it's really interesting because you went into the Navy to help pay for medical school and to protect our country, which is lovely. And after residency, you were stationed in medical facilities in South Carolina and Washington, D.C., and you were associate professor in the military's medical schools. 
I was. And, it, yeah. and if you ever meet me, you know, I mean, you can tell from the website, I don't look like a military girl. No, not at all. I mean, <laughs> I was surprised. Well, you don't talk. I, I don't really know, I guess, a lot of military girls. Well, I don't think I do. Right. You know, I, I don't think yeah. I do. So, no, you don't talk. Yeah, like I was not a typical, girl. you know, clean cut military girl. And that's the day I got out. I went and got my nails painted fire engine red because wow, I was, I was tired of not being able to express myself. But I loved military medicine because there was not this pressure of see more, do more, quicker, wow. quicker, quicker, quicker. We wow. actually could spend time with people. And I could order the test that I needed to order wow. without a lot of backlash or, you know, it was it was it was kind of socialized medicine, if you will, wow. but but even better. Wow. Um, and, and I thought that's how all medicine was when I got out of the military. And I was so wrong. I was so wrong. You were wrong. You were I was really wrong. wrong. Okay. So, you know, let's assume that we're talking to some, a population of people who are having a hard time getting pregnant, but yet they still need to enjoy sex because if you're not enjoying it, that's not going to help you get pregnant either, right? It is. So, you, I mean, it's so hard because you're you're trying to use sex for a purpose, and it's really easy to take out the the intimacy and the beauty out of it, because you're like I just need him for stud services right now, <laughs> and you he know? better be on his game because I got to get pregnant. And I'll tell you, I never have men balk about having sex more than when we tell them you need to have sex on this day, <laughs> and it's like they're like, oh no, I can't, I'm tired. I'm like, what you for. Thousands of years you guys have been trying to get in our pants, and now all of a sudden he's too, you know, he's too tired or has a headache to have sex. And so it's a really big conversation because usually what people that come to see me obviously are the women, and they're desperate. And I remember being that desperate. I was just desperate. Like everything was about babies and pregnancy. And the irony is I'm an OB gen deliver babies all day, and I couldn't get pregnant myself. Wow. And so I just had this desperation. I remember, I remember, and I tell every patient, I'm like, you will feel desperate. You want that sperm. You want to get pregnant. You want this. You're going to have to kind of play the game a little bit, though. We tell women every other day of having sex is better to get pregnant because he makes new sperm every 48 hours. Right. Fresh swimmers that aren't tired. You want the fresh ones. You want the tired ones that have been in there for a while, right? So, you know, for for 36 (laughs) hours as opposed to 48. And so... um, what I tell them, and I usually will talk to women about this by themselves, I'm like, don't make him feel like he's just there to impregnate you. <laughs> Nothing kills a mood like, honey, I'm ovulating right now. Let's get this going. I mean, Benny, am I right? Oh, you're right. <laughs> he's still there? Yeah, oh, he's yeah. there. I'm yeah. Still, he's always fainted by now. Intently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, so I tell them, I say, look, it's every 48 hours. But, you know, make it fun. It can be Monday night. It can be a Wednesday morning quickie before you go to work. It can be, you know, a Friday afternoon, leave work early. I go, you have to still make it fun. It's still about the two of you and your journey to get pregnant and not just about impregnate me now. <laughs> yeah, no stress, right? Because because men do need to, and of course we have Benny here to give us, you know, his viewpoint on this, but they need to be relaxed in order to enjoy sex. Well, and and men, I think, naturally have a fear, Benny, you can cut me if I'm wrong, that, you know, what happens when this new baby comes, right? We're, we don't prepare men to be fathers. 
any worse than we repair women to become mothers. Well, and you know, and I, Benny's the father of twins. Twins, right. <laughs> oh, so. I had a lot on so, my mind. You haven't slept in that <laughs> years, really Benny. Um, we don't prepare men to be fathers. Yeah. I mean, there's one book I've ever found for dads who are expecting, and it was lame. I need to write one of those. <laughs> Benny, let's get on that. Okay, All we'll right, start let's writing do it. I'm down, that. sure. And, and we have thousands of books for women, you know, what you, and, and what to expect when you're expecting, which I honestly think is the most boring book ever written, but there's a little three-page chapter for the men. And so I think they naturally have a fear that I'm going to lose, so I'm already losing my wife, my yeah, partner, to yeah. this, uh, the drive to have a baby. Yeah. And then what happens after that? Am I replaced? Am I no longer needed? Am I no longer wanted? And I think that feeds into the men's part of that, that too. Men... I'm sorry. They still want to feel loved and needed and appreciated. And they want to feel that sex is for pleasure and for intimacy for them. And in, if we're just talking about getting pregnant, that really just, it feeds into almost every fear that they have. Wow. Oh yeah. That's an important information too. Plus they feel like, okay, this is dependent on my, my swimmers. My swimmers got to do a good job. They've got to jump in there, get into the right place, make it all happen. And that's a lot of stress, too. It's, it's pressure. And, and men don't like to perform sexually under pressure. Um, you know, as women, we don't like to perform when we don't want to. But men, just you know, the pressure is, is it's hard to get an erection if you're under a lot of pressure. And so really giving men that space, and I always talk to my women, that you really got to give them that space to feel that they're still wanted and loved and vice versa, you know, you need to feel that too. This is, what if you never get pregnant this way? Right. But you still want to enjoy all those moments that you had together trying to have a baby. And I mean, I, I was there. I mean, I, I, I know exactly how this feels. And, and I consciously had to try to make the moment special, even if I didn't flip and feel like it. <laughs> I'm like, just give me the sperm. <laughs> it was like, Okay, let's light a candle. Okay, yeah. well, let's, I'll put on a sexy nightgown. Right. Whatever it was, was really trying to, to still kind of keep that spark there. Well, and maybe if women are approaching it that way, that can help them get their mind off of, I hope this sperm is going to be the golden ticket or this moment or whatever the deal is. If they're thinking about, ooh, what if I get some roses? What if I get some alcoholic-free beverage or champagne or whatever is recommended yeah. for them? And, and what if I sit down and just really listen to him and look into his beautiful eyes? Because this could be the moment that we make our future offspring, or this could be just the moment that we're going to have some fun together. Yeah. And, right? and, and either moment is a moment that you're growing together, closer as a couple. And so I, I completely agree. I mean, it's really, and, and maybe it's just a, a little saucy text that you send, you know, Saturday night, get ready, I'm going to ravage you. It can be something as simple as that. I mean, what did that take? Two seconds to type that in? Yeah. And, and certainly break my ears up. Then <laughs> <laughs> he's like, uh, honey, are you listening to this? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I, I could use a text like that, is what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, you know, you want to know that you're still wanted for you and right. not just for your what you can produce as a human. Well, speaking of producing, you're actually writing, I believe it's your first book, if I'm not mistaken. It is. Yes. It is. And I love the working title, which I think should it should be the title, actually. I really like it. And you shared it with me before we went live, and it's Inner Course. Inner Course. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I love it because it's about inner work, you know. It's about inner work. And yeah, sex, the I'm assuming. Is, is that it all starts inside. I mean, the most uh, badass sex life starts inside. Uh, 
Um, and it's really about empowering women sexually. That's mm-hmm. kind of a passion of mine that we don't get trained in. Right. I mean, we don't get trained in a lot of this interpersonal type of skills as physicians. And um, it's really about you know any woman of any age, whether she's single, widow, divorced, with a partner, with a with a same sex partner, feeling the most confident and sexual in her in herself would be amazing. I'm I'm super I'm super excited about it, and I've done a lot of personal research on this myself. <laughs> As you can tell, my entire life is based on my personal research on myself, yeah, I and that. and I, I think it's going to be a really great tool for women of of all ages. Like I hope women will pass it to their daughters and their sisters and their mothers. I love books like that that I just can go through generations. So. For our listeners, those of you who live in Texas, and what part of Texas do you live in? I'm outside Dallas. Yeah, you are lucky yeah. because you can go find this beautiful, wonderful OBGYN who can help you with from any stage of life and um, make you laugh while you're, you have your feet in stirrups, you know, which is important. <laughs> scooch down, scooch down, keep scooching. I'm causing PTSD for Marie right now, probably. No, 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 not at all. Um, and then, Heather, how can people find you? Yeah, my website is pretty easy. It's heatherbartosmd.com. And on Instagram and Facebook, where I have a lot of kind of saucy little things I put up there, it's just at Dr. Heather Bartos. Love it, love it. And you and I have something in common. You like to rest by grabbing some food, laying in bed, and watching TV. I would say that's one of the best ways that I chill is I eat in bed with something delicious and fun, and I watch like rom-coms and it is, yeah, yeah, it has to be trash TV. I was on a, a <laughs> Mad Men Ben for a while, and then I just finished Downton Abbey for like the third time oh, because Downtown the movie's Abbey. coming out. I know, I know. I can't wait. I can't wait. And my, my favorite part of the whole thing is I didn't put it in there, is I really need to be like in my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are a delight. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. And I know that everyone will get exactly what they need from you um, at you know, of course, th- reaching out through you, podcast and your future book coming out and interviews wh- where people interview you. And of course, for those of you who live close to Dallas, you can go in and have a wonderful um, treatment. That's just sounds fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And we wish you a very blessed day in Texas. My pleasure. Thank you for having me, Maria. Really, and thank you, Benny, for oh. putting up with all my vagina talk. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. And we're going to go ahead and take a break. And we'll be right back on the Marina and your Cherry Show. This is Marie Manucheri, and I wanted to share an incredible event that's happening in Seattle. East West Bookshop presents MetaHuman, Unleashing Your Infinite Potential with Deepak Chopra, Monday, October 7th at 7 p.m. Join Deepak for his new book release as he explores the question, is it possible to venture beyond daily living and experience heightened states of awareness? Learn to move beyond your present limitations to access the field of infinite possibilities. Tickets are available online at eastwestbookshop.com or call 206-523-3726. Imagine being fired because of who you love. Imagine being denied medical treatment because of who you marry. Imagine being evicted because of who you are. Millions of Americans don't have to imagine this. 
they have to live it. Because in 30 states, it's legal to discriminate against LGBT people. Get the facts at beyondido.org. Brought to you by the Gill Foundation and the Ad Council. Join Marie in her new two-part online course, The Art of Automatic Writing, September 11th and 18th. In this course, you will learn about this powerful and meditative practice that rejuvenates, inspires, and allows an increase in one's awareness and a better understanding of how the universe communicates. A recording of the class is included in registration. Go to energyintuitive.com for more information. That's energyintuitive.com. Time is funny. Sometimes it seems fast, another time slow. When it comes to time slots remaining on Alternative Talk 1150, time is running out. In fact, there are just a few primetime slots available. So if you want to host your own radio program, the time to call 425-653-1150 is right now. Nope, no time for excuses. Dial 425-653-1150 to find out how affordable it can be to host a radio show. Alternative Talk, we have an opportunity waiting just for you. Communicating with our loved ones living on the other side is a normal process that we were all meant to do. The other side vibrates on a high energetic vibration, as do all the beings, including your spirit guides living on the other side. Join Marie for a two-day workshop, November 9th and 10th, as you learn the necessary tools to increase your energetic vibration, allowing you to hear, see, and feel those living in the spirit world. Go to energyintuitive.com for more information about the workshop. Find our app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store and take us with you wherever you go. Alternative Talk, AM 1150. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in gorgeous, stunning fabulous Seattle and we have a surprise guest that's coming on the air for us He's, he doesn't have a ton of time 10 maybe 15 minutes but Deepak Chopra is here with us well through the phone in the studio and of course everybody knows who Deepak Chopra is but in case you don't he's an MD is a world-renowned pioneer in integrative medicine and personal transformation the founder of the Chopra Foundation Time Magazine has described Dr. Chopra as one of the top 100 heroes and icons of the century. Welcome to the show, Dr. Thank Chopra. you so much. Yeah, it's Man. lovely to have you again. It's lovely to be on the show again. And you're coming to Seattle. Yes, I am. Oh. Looking forward to it again. Oh, yeah, I'm thrilled that you're going to be here in our beautiful city and we get to host you. Um, as you share with everyone worldwide, of course, your newest book, Meta Human. And um, so it's all about transformation and growing um, beyond the infinite possibilities. Yes, meta means beyond. So uh, meta human means beyond the usual human robotic behavior that uh, we are capable of as a result of the conditioned mind. So most uh, behavior in the world is reactive and conditioned by things like economics, personal history, uh, mythology, religion, philosophy, science, technology. All this this conditioning gives us a very narrow bandwidth of experience that we call our everyday perceptual reality. So how can you actually transcend this experience and how can you learn from 
sensations in your body, sense perceptions, images, feelings, and thoughts, how can you learn to not only expand your bandwidth of experience, but also transcend your bandwidth of experience, which means go beyond so you can actually uh, unleash what I call in the book your infinite potential, because our fundamental ground state, which spiritual traditions frequently refer to as the soul or these days in, uh, in the uh, philosophy of uh, science and consciousness, uh, referred to as a conscious agent. You're a soul or a conscious agent mm. having a time-bound experience in space and time. And if you can get to that level by going to the source of experience, because sensations, images, feelings, thoughts are all entangled as sensations, if you can go to the source of thought, then you enter the realm of infinite possibilities, infinite creativity, synchronicity, and you can then harness the power of attention, intention, insight, intuition, imagination, creativity, vision, and even go to that level where you recognize uh, that, uh, that there should be no fear of death because who you are being not in space-time is not subject to birth and death. That's the summary of the book. I, and thank you. It sounds so amazing. It's like... I. Honestly, I can't wait to devour the entire well, amazing, delicious thing. An East West Bookshop has, you know, arranged for you to come to Seattle for um, a beautiful talk here on October seventh, between seven and eight thirty p.m. But then you're going to do a premiere meet and greet between six and six thirty on October seventh. Um, through East I'm West really Bookshop. looking forward to it. I know, I know. So one of the things that you write about the book, which you must have had a lot of fun writing this book, because it's very, very deep. In, in terms of consciousness and awareness, in my opinion? Well, it's, uh, it's always been fascinating to me, the subject of who we are and why do we know, why do we want to know who we are? Who is it that wants to know who we are? And the more I've uh, thought about it, there's no more uh, important question. You can't be a changing body because if you say I'm my body, then... Once that body was a fertilized egg, once it was an embryo, a zygote, a toddler, a baby. So your body is just a changing perceptual experience. And if you say you're your mind, I would say, please tell me what you were thinking about last Tuesday at 3.45 p.m. <laughs> yeah, and who's going to remember you that? You probably can't, right? <laughs> yeah, gone. So whatever you were thinking of was not important most of the time. So you can't even remember no, it. So it... why fret over all this? Why not <laughs> right. get in touch? with your true self, which is infinite being and not subject to birth and death. One of the things, there's several things, the book, again, is extremely deep. Um, you talk about pain and suffering and how they are not essential. That's going to be an incredible and amazing aspect of the book. And then you also talk about there's three different types of self, the ego personality, the unconscious self, and the true self. Mm. Like, wow. Yeah, the ego personality is your self-image. It's essentially your selfie. We've sacrificed ourselves for our selfie, and we call it the ego <laughs> personality. The unconscious mind is much smarter than the conscious mind. And then when you go beyond that, the true self, that's infinite being, all wow. modalities of experience. Wow, wow. And, and in your book, you talk about how, you know, reading all of this and doing self-discovery, which, of course, you're going to take your readers through all kinds of inter-awareness and, yes. you know, maybe put the phone away for a little while while you do that and take 
huge leaps towards our true self. That's right. You know, when I'm there in Seattle, I'll also do a reflective meditation. I know. So we can give people. I know. The I've, I've been present when you do those meditations, and they are amazing. Well, we'll do one when I'm there so oh. we can all move to a higher frequency. Right, together. And and when yeah. I think one of the things you love, I'm assuming, you know, that I'm sure it's true, though, that you love that collective consciousness when you can get everyone to shift their frequency and we can all hang out together in the ceiling and beyond of the large room that you'll be in. Yeah, that, be fun. That's It'd magic. It's a magical It'd experience. I'm so looking forward to it. Oh. Thank you so much for having me on this show. Oh, it was an absolute pleasure having you on the show. And we look forward to having you, you know, in Seattle, October 7th. People can go to eastwestbookshop.com and get tickets to see you first ahead of time, get their book signed and get a hug maybe or something of that nature that you feel comfortable with and then everybody gets to you know witness you at seven o'clock for the big talk thank you thank, thank you. you so much deepak for coming yeah. to the show have I a beautiful thank beautiful you so day. much all righty bye-bye cool all right nice so uh can't yeah. wait for him to show up i know it's going to be exciting it's gonna be great to get that energy up small little break before i take our calls yeah why don't we do a small little break okay. and then we'll I will move as quickly as I can through all of our callers. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Marie Manucheri, and I wanted to share an incredible event that's happening in Seattle. East West Bookshop presents MetaHuman. Unleashing Your Infinite Potential with Deepak Chopra, Monday, October 7th at 7 p.m. Join Deepak for his new book release as he explores the question, is it possible to venture beyond daily living and experience heightened states of awareness? Learn to move beyond your present limitations to access the field of infinite possibilities. Tickets are available online at eastwestbookshop.com or call 206 523 3726. Man, I love my kids so much. I once sat for three hours in the cold rain to watch her soccer team lose by 18 goals. I love my kids so much. I once used a tube to suck snot out of her stuffed nose at 3 a.m. You win. Love your kids? Love them enough to make sure they're in the right car seat. From toddlers to tweens, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat to find the right seat for their age and size. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. October is Marie's favorite time of year to teach Reiki. This fall may seem far away, but this magical and transformative course fills up fast. Each year, Marie joyfully shares the origins of her energy medicine work. Marie has been blessed with helping thousands heal, physically, mentally, and spiritually for nearly two decades with the energy healing modality of Reiki, a Japanese form of vibrational healing. Its origins are ancient, but its power is compassionate and all-knowing. Join Marie October 25th through 27th for this two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop in Redmond, Washington, and meet like-minded individuals while learning the art of vibrational healing. For more information, go to energyintuitive.com. Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150kknw.com.
Uh, one of my favorite songs of all time, but I love this remix. Uh, yeah, Tracy Chapman ah, uh, was the original. Right. And then this is actually re- you and I remixed by Sons of Maria. So. Oh my gosh, yeah. I love it. Let's I just go love dancing. That Thank you. I need to go dancing. Before, well, <laughs> you know, uh, Lisa and I will be in Greece um, starting the end of next week because I'm teaching a retreat there on the island of Ciro. So I'm hoping there's dancing there, you know. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. So we're very excited. Thank you for everyone who signed up for the workshop. It's been sold out for months and months and months. And I'm really looking forward to our magical time in Greece. And of course, we'll be teaching in another retreat next year. And we'll let you know as soon as we figure that out. So who do we have on the phone lines? We do. We had some patient callers waiting. I know. Waiting, we're thank go right you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. And speaking of Elisa, we actually have one now waiting. <laughs> Lisa from Georgia. Hi. Welcome to the show. Hey, hello. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I'm good. Great. What can, thank you for waiting, and what can I do for you? That's fine. Um, I'm trying to work on getting my intuition oh. better. Great. Better. And it's, it's, it's good, but nowhere near what I would really like it to be. You, you, so here, I'm going to tell you what I think is in the way. And, right, well. and I just want you to know that I'm getting this vision of, like, it's a piece of furniture. And sometimes furniture, it's like a heavy old couch, and you're trying to move it by yourself, which is fine, but you have to go to Home Depot and get those sliders that you put underneath each one of the legs of the couch. I have those, and I've been the able to- The little fuzzy feet things? Yeah, I have both, the sliding ones and the fuzzy feet ones, and <laughs> I have been able to move furniture all over my house without waiting for someone to come help me, which is kind of a pain in the rear. The cats are like, what is going on <laughs> yeah. here? So Every day they're different. Right, every day. No, I don't no, move it that kidding. much. But I just want to say that you are scared of this. Did you know that? You have a lot of fear. No. Yeah, you're no. scared. Yeah. Yes, yes, I know I have a lot of fear, but I, I didn't think I had a lot of fear about that. Yeah, but you're I'm scared. I'm working on my fear. Okay, so what are you doing to work on your fear? I, um, let's see, I, every day as best I can, mm-hmm. uh, I put my hands um, below my belly button. Oh, thank and you. And I just try to get my my thoughts down to down to my hands. Thank you. And get your energy down there, not your thoughts, right, okay. just your vibration. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. No, but great. Okay, no, energy. you're doing great. You're doing great. Yes. Energy down there. And <laughs> um, just take whatever comes. Get quiet. I usually ask a question. Mm-hmm. And then uh, just no matter what happens, because a lot of times I think it's too small or not significant. Right. And I'm trying to get myself to the point where no matter what happens. It's good. It's, it's great. It's, it's amazing. So here's your what if question. And I want you to say this what if question every hour, multiple times. Like, so that'd be three to five times every hour with some space in between, silently or out loud. What if I'm incredibly safe? Okay. That's all I want you to do. Because that's like the piece of furniture. We just have to move it. We just need the little fuzzy things underneath the legs. You just need to shift your vibration because you have a belief, a very deep-seated belief about fear that kind of goes across the board. So why wouldn't you be afraid of this as well? Even though it doesn't make sense to you, it's not logical, you don't believe you're afraid of mysticism, but you are. A lot of people actually are. I'm very surprised. Even people who have had, you know, um, that connection that you you have, but you haven't quite completely experienced. People who've even come, who have experienced it, they still shock me with how much fear they have about it. So it's kind of in the human perception that it's weird and freaky out there, but in reality, you already live in the weird and freaky place, and you know how to live it in a safe way, so you're fine. 
So, you know, okay. what if I'm incredibly safe? And then everything's, okay. then the lights are going to turn on. Okay, good. Okay? I'll do that. Keep All me right, posted. Thank you. All righty. Thanks, Lisa, for joining us from Georgia. And now we'll travel over to the San Francisco Bay Area. We have Susie now uh, saying hi. Hi, Susie. Hi. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. Thank I'm so you. so excited to be on here at Deepak Chopra. I, I know. Wasn't that book. so sweet of him to yes, come on awesome the show? Yes, that was awesome So lovely. Okay, what can yeah. I do for you, Susie? Uh, well, I am. Um, I have lupus for oh, okay. a lot of years, and I just recently am having a flare. When my doctor just had me double my steroids, so I'm having a lot of pain and inflammation. Have and we chatted some, before? Uh, well, we chatted some months ago, but it was about my torn tendon in my ankle. Oh, okay, and so okay. This is just something she wants me to go to a specialist at UCSF for lupus, and I also have I'm having Sjogren's symptoms of uh-huh. like blocked salivary glands in my neck, right. and my now a new one on my face. So she wants me to take Imuran and get a second mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. And I just was wondering if you had any thoughts about whether I was explaining <laughs> earlier to the, the uh, nice woman who takes the calls that okay. I've I had anorexia like 40 years ago, but uh-huh. I. And I'm still very thin, but I um, really don't like to de- feel deprived, like have to eliminate sugar and flour and all that. But I know that, you know, if I wanted to get better, maybe that's what I need to yeah, do. But I would it's definitely, so hard to... Pardon? I would definitely eliminate things that are inflammatory. <laughs> I would. Hard to, hard to do and not feel deprived. I guess that's I know, how I'm trying to figure out how to Well, you already have to, to work. It. You're working so hard to stay healthy. It makes sense that you're like, well, I'm, I'm going to nurture myself with this lovely piece of you know, homemade uh, cranberry pie or whatever, you know, like I uh-huh. get it. I understand. But maybe just take one thing out and see how you feel. And do you see a naturopathic physician? No, I have Please not. Please do. Before you even go and take any more, you know, drugs that are going to block your immune system, because that's what they want to do is block your immune system. That's how modern medicine works primarily. Uh-huh. To help people uh-huh. with immune disorders, please go find a naturopath and go see one. I think you're going to be thrilled and excited and delighted. There's way more options out there. And naturopathic okay. physicians, are, they are doctors, licensed and tested. Uh-huh. You know, they are real physicians. And they actually study the, um, in, in, I can't even think about it, but the immune system a million times more than actually modern medicine physicians do. They're wow. experts okay. on the immune system. So go okay. do go take care of that first, and then and, and they'll work with you with modern medicine because they're also taught modern medicine modern medicines you know techniques and philosophies. So they they're even if you choose to follow you know serums that are going to block your immune system, your naturopathic physician can work with you. So uh-huh. go find a naturopath. Okay, and, and then in the we'll meantime, talk. Is there a good what if question? Like, yeah. what if it was easy to take care of myself? No. Or what if it was easy no. to. I mean, I love all of that, but the immune system is governed by the third chakra. And the third chakra, its emotion is about self love. So, mm. self love is an emotional experience when we mm-hmm. authentically have it. So, I would love your what if question to be what if I am falling madly in love with myself with every breath I take? Okay, that That's sounds it. wonderful. I know, Thank I'm you excited so much. for you. Thanks for calling. Have a great day. Thanks, Susie, for joining us from San Francisco Bay Area. Now we'll travel to San Diego. We have Raquel now uh, hitting us up. So hi, Raquel. Hey. Thank hey, you Raquel. So much for me. Of course. Thank you for waiting. And what can I do for you? Um, so I actually called in last week, but I was the last caller, so it was really quick. And so yeah. I was really excited to call back. Um, so I wanted just a general energy read, and okay. then I wanted to talk a little bit about the wobble. <laughs> and what does the wobble mean to you? And I'm I'm writing your energy as you're speaking, and that's why I laughed because 
your energy is kind of the word I would use mm, vacant, you know, so I'm like vacant. So in other words, you don't have a lot of high vibrational frequency in your body. You got a Mm -hmm. lot in your mind, which Mm -hmm. actually isn't helping your body, but it's, and and, and there's nothing wrong. It's just that, in fact, I'm so happy that you're as well as you are with this kind of, you know, light energy circulating in your body. But I love that you said wobbly because I'm like, yeah, there's there's a wobbly thing going on, clearly. So tell yeah. me what that means for you, the wobble. So in the last year, I've kind of had a spiritual awakening and I've been meditating and I've been studying a lot more like Deepak Chopra, for example, reading yeah. all the books and doing yeah. the work with um, Abed, Teachings of Abraham and oh, coming to love you. It. I love your book, by the way. Oh, the, thank you the so much. Spirit Guides. I oh, love thank that you. Book. I'm so glad you enjoyed um, it. And I've had some amazing aha moments. Yet there's this kind of melancholy that just keeps well, on. Well, yeah, I mean, your energy back. is like, it, there's not a lot going on other than your third eye is on fire. So, mm. so here's what I want to say is that I don't think you know how to keep your energy elevated. And I don't think you mm-hmm. work at it. And it is, it is a job. But it's supposed mm-hmm. to be a fun job and an interesting job. There are times when it's not. We all have moments in our life when it's not, right? But, mm-hmm. but you're going to have to work on vibrating your energy every single day, multiple times a day to be in a higher place. And in my yeah. mind, that's about where's your focus? First of all, not where your brain is, ignoring the brain like Deepak said. Like, don't listen to it. Don't spend a lot of time yeah. analyzing or processing anything that's going on in terms of thoughts, right? Because most of those are fear-related uh, and fear vibration, and then that's lowering our frequency. So, like, right now I'm sitting in the studio. I have um, a baseball hat on from Alaska when I was on a cruise. Uh, after the show, Lisa and Benny and I are going to take a picture that I think will end up on Instagram at some point. And so I'm, I'm also thinking about those fun things while I'm talking to you because it makes your intuition. If you can be in joy, your intuition actually gets stronger. I'm also feeling like the cup that has my tea in it next to me. I'm, I'm feeling the vibration in Benny's really, really pretty green jacket. So I'm, I'm connecting to the present moment. Yeah. And, and you don't do that, in my mm-hmm. opinion. So I want you to... Not st- enough. Right. Or long I, enough. I have moments. Right. Not enough. Not enough and not long enough. So think of it this way. You're going to find something around you that you find attractive. Because I'm talking about visions and you have a beautiful third eye. So I bet you're very visual whatever I'm trying to say, right? You're, you're, you like to see things, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? So, yeah. so I want you to look around. Is it a blossom that you're seeing? Is, is there a fragrance that you like? I want you to find something all the time in your environment that's going to make you be happy, especially if you join it and then expand it, hang out longer. That's why I'm a firm believer in don't drive a car that you don't like. Why bother? Why? What a waste. I mean, we all spend a lot of time in the car. There needs to be a lot of things about the car that you like personally. Color. Um, I like speed, so I always have a turbo engine in a car that I buy, always. So do you see what I'm talking about? Yeah. So I so the energy's in my mind, but it's not flowing through the rest of my body. No. The energy okay. in your brain is from overthinking. You're, you're okay. actually leaking. You're leaking from two primary chakras your seventh and your first. Um, and then the rest of the chakras, other than the third eye, the third eye is phenomenal. So the energy in your intuitive sense is great, but I don't think you're connecting to it because you're still focusing on analyzing and processing, not even in the moment logic. 
Because because if you can be present and be in the logic of in the moment, that's wonderful. Like I've had to like readjust my hat a little bit because I'm wearing a baseball hat and so people can't really see me on the video and move my face up as Benny always tells me so that people can actually <laughs> see my face behind the microphone. Right. But that's being in the moment. But that's not analyzing. I'm not going, oh, my gosh, I'm making a mistake. That's analyzing and processing. The logical mind in the moment is like, oh, scoot your hat back, lift up your chin. It's just like that. Not a lot of dialogue, not a lot of inner complaining or fear or worry or doubt or processing. That's what you need to stop. You need to retire from that. And so it's happening for you because you're more conscious than most of the people you hang out with. But you're dropping your energy to match the people that you're with, which is very common with empathic people. And that's why I always encourage empaths to seek their own tribe and spend as much time with them as possible. Okay. Yeah. All right. Is there a what if? Is there a what if statement? That what if I love help? the present moment? Ah, that's a good one. All right. That's a good one. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a gorgeous day. Yeah. Thanks, Raquel, for joining us. Eight seven seven eight two five eight eight two eight is the number for the Marie Manuchery Show. We'll travel back down to the San Francisco Bay Area, and we have now Katie joining us. Hi, Katie. Hi. Hi, Katie. How are you? Hi, Marie. I'm great. How are you? I am lovely. What can I do for you? <laughs> Uh, so I am a new mom. Um, my baby is almost five months old. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> thank you. Are you getting any um, sleep yet? Yes, actually. It does. I've been Lucky. slow. I've got, Lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you had twins, Vinny. That's I like... still got, well, I got sleep. I didn't have any problems. <laughs> I didn't do all the work. Yeah. Yeah. I'm getting used to waking up in midnight for breastfeeding so that's not too bad right that's pretty nice yeah well congratulations we're very happy for you what do you have a boy oh we have a girl oh so she's probably got a very strong personality she really does yeah so so we've met before you told me actually i was pregnant um when we met my fiance and i went to one of your oh i know who you are yes of course you're just lovely of course yes (laughs) so what's your question Um, Well, you know, I just have had some lingering postpartum symptoms and I, I have an appointment, um, their pelvic floor, I think related. Mm -hmm. Um, and I have an appointment with my doctor. Uh, there's a women's health, um, PT, a physical therapy appointment that I'm going to on Monday for some support or discovery. I don't really know, but (laughs) I just, I, I want to feel like myself again. Like I want to enjoy sex and I want to enjoy. But but I don't think this is just, I don't think this is just physical. I think this is mental too, because you know, now you're a mom. (laughs) Yeah. You're a mom now and your boobs kind of aren't part of your, your, your sexual reality anymore, you know? And that's a weird thing for women. I'm assuming you're breastfeeding. Yeah. Right. I am. Yeah. So so that's a weird yeah, I don't know. I'm very happy you're breastfeeding, but that's a weird thing for women because in the the breast tissue is very erotic for a lot of women, especially sensitive yeah. people. You know, and mm-hmm. then and now your your boobs, your breasts, your beautiful breasts are being used to give, you know, important nutrients to your child. So the whole context of being even aroused, you know, is really changed for you, and is probably going to be that way for a while, even after you stop breastfeeding. So there's mm-hmm. confusion when I look at your body. Your body's confused. Like, okay, I I should be aroused <laughs> right now, but my nipples are not happy. Like, could you like leave them alone? And then your body doesn't know how to be aroused. Do you see what I'm talking about? 
Yes, particularly in the vagina, right? (laughs) Well, for you, and and this is true for, you know, some women, but for you, this is what I'm being told, is that your nipples are part of your path to your vagina. And and so your your path is being disrupted. It's it's like all of a sudden now, and I'm so glad we had this talk earlier. I feel today. like I'm in sex ed <laughs> yes, class, I, and like in high school. So That's exactly what I feel this like. This has got to be like better I'm than high walking school. Walking right back now, I'm a except freshman. For, like, except for Vinny, it sounds like you had a really good high school teacher. Yeah, I guess I did. <laughs> and so, so what's happened is the language has changed, and 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 the conversation is disrupted, and your body doesn't know how to get everything back on board downstairs. That's what's happened. Yeah. So you need to have a talk with your partner first of all. And, and you get to decide what you want. You're very conscious and aware, and so is your partner. But I think stay away from the boobs. I think we need to stay away from your gorgeous breasts when we're in, you know, lovey-dovey time. And mm-hmm. and we're going to have to find other parts of your body before we get to the the really happy place, you know. We need to find right. other parts of your body that could also be aroused, like maybe your neck, your ears. Spend more mm-hmm. time with okay. your lips. Maybe he needs to hang around your your bottom cheeks. You know, I don't really know, mm-hmm. but stay away from from the lovely breast tissue because you're confused right now. And then I think it's yeah. now we're sending mixed messes, messages even to the muscles of that pelvic floor. They're not getting their they're they're missing the memos. Nothing's happening. Right. It's, it's kind of like when women go into premenopause and their hormones are having a completely different conversation. You're having that because your breasts are very clear about their job right now and they have no idea what you're talking about when it comes to sex. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So I think Um, this is going to be much easier than you think. Okay. (laughs) This is not going to be complicated. Don't make it complicated. This is normal. You just had a baby five months ago because you want to go from zero to a hundred and, (laughs) and there's a reason why things aren't working out right now because you need to take it slow and you need to figure out other erotic zones on your body besides the beautiful ones that are, you know, near your heart. Okay. And is there anything I can do to have a comfortable bowel movement again? Yeah. Well, you know, this is also about letting go, right? And you're Uh not good at that. You're really not good at letting go. Would you agree? Um, oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. Got walked okay, into that yeah. one. <laughs> there, there is a, a, a really beautiful probiotic blend that I love that really helps people have better bowel movements when constipation tends to be kind of a, an issue. I don't remember the name right now, but um, Lisa can get your information. I know we have it somewhere, but she can get your information and then. I'll find that and she'll send you a link to it. I think that'll help. But I think you need to let go. Like even right now, what if it's okay that everything's not working out perfectly? We're happy. We're having fun. (laughs) We're getting to know our child. We've wanted one for a while. This is amazing. Stay present. Don't worry about the other part right now. Okay? Okay. Thank you, Marie. You're welcome. Have a gorgeous day. You too. All right, thank you. And today has been so fun. We were really busy on the Extremely air Extremely eventful, right? quote unquote. Really, really, really busy. We had that lovely, you know, <laughs> yeah. wonderful interview with Heather and then the surprise visit from Deepak. And, um, and then all of our beautiful callers who waited while we talked to all these people. So thank you, everyone, for listening to the show. Have a gorgeous day today. Joyful blessings. Bye-bye for now.